Hey friends, I'm Augie. Welcome to another edition of Augie's Running Club. We've got a, another great run in store for you today, so let's go ahead and get this thing moving. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and kick off my treadmill here, get the tunes playing and the headphones. All right, come on, treadmill. Here we go. Try that again. Now we're off and moving. All right. So as we always do, first 10 minutes is our warm-up. And what we're looking to, to do with that is just a nice, easy, 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 easy recovery pace. Uh, so what that means to you, I'll let you decide, but I always like to do these first 10 minutes, nice little brisk walk, get that blood pumping. If you've been here before, you'll recognize the routine. We always start that same way, 10 minutes, just to get the body warmed up. If you're here for the first time, welcome. In these first 10 minutes, I'm gonna tell you all about this, how it works, what you can look forward to. So, quick check on the technical stuff. And I think we're looking good here, guys. All right. So, happy Friday. <laughs> it's Feel Good Friday. That's uh, what we call it around here. And it's a recovery run today that you have in store for you if you're listening to today's workout. Uh, so, like I said, I'm gonna tell you all about it, how it works if you are here joining for the first time. And the way that I usually do that is by going through a few of the most commonly asked questions that I get, since this is still kind of a new endeavor, both for me and for you know people like you that I'm sharing it with. Uh, so question number one is, well, what is this? <laughs> and the simple answer to that is that this is a follow along podcast. It's available both in audio format. Uh, if you're a person who prefers to run outside, I know a lot of you do. It's also available on video if you're a person like me who does a lot of your running indoors especially right now on a treadmill where you can easily jump onto youtube find our video for the day and not only hear the audio of me guiding you through the run but you'll also be able to get a little bit more of the video aspect as well which is pretty cool so what i do in each one of these podcasts is i take you through a different running related routine so they always start 10 minutes as a warm-up they always end the same way five minutes of cool down but they always have 30 minutes in between where we do some, some different types of things that really focus on giving your body a different type of workout that focuses on different areas of conditioning. But what it all boils back down to is these types of workouts are running workouts that really help you focus on getting faster, if that's your thing, running stronger, being able to run faster for longer, improving your endurance. Um, or even if you're just like me, you want to continue to improve your overall health, your wellness, how you feel physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Um, it's all about continuing to make that slow but steady progress. So that's in a nutshell what this is. I put out a new podcast Monday through Friday, every single day. Every one of them is a little bit different. They all vary in their intensity level, but they're all meant to be something that is completely open to anyone, anywhere, at absolutely any fitness level, which I'll tell you about in just a second here. So next question is, well, who is this for? And my answer to that is always that it's, it's something pretty simple. If you have identified running as something that can be a, a means for a positive change in your life, then I think you'll really love what we're doing with this thing. Um, because if you're a person who's got a goal in mind of being able to complete a certain list item like running a race or something like this uh, what we're doing with this club can help support you along your journey uh, as well as offering you actual real training that helps you uh, get better and stronger if you're a person who 
is just getting started on your fitness journey and you need the support of a community to help you even just get started this makes sense for you too uh, so no matter where you are in your journey this is all about creating a sense of community that uh, anybody can feel inspired by and that leads me into the third question i get a lot which is well why are you doing this and my answer is that you know running is something that quite literally saved my life i've been really into it now for the last 20 years a little bit more started toward the end of my experience in high school um, and at that time i was in a really tough spot uh, i had played sports for most of my time growing up as a kid and as i got into high school i really really started i stopped playing sports because i hated running and i hated running because it was really hard for me i wasn't very good at it i wasn't fast i was also overweight pre-diabetic depressed anxious and felt completely alone in the world and somehow running became this thing later on in my experience that when i started to run i was running in a different way i was running for myself i wasn't running to compete with anybody else i wasn't comparing myself to anybody else it was all about having this time each day for myself to just start with where i was and to take baby steps to trust the process and that's what I'm still doing more than 20 years later is this is a process for me that I focus on doing almost every single day and it quite literally has changed my life um, but if there's anything that I wish could have been a little bit different in my journey is that I wish that I knew that I wasn't alone I wish that I knew that there were more people out there like me who were going through a tough time that maybe you know discovered something like running and we could have done this together and that's the overarching thing of what I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to build a community of togetherness. Even if that community starts with today, just me and you. Uh, it's us supporting one another in this process, in this journey. No matter where that journey is headed toward, it's the fact that we're both on a journey. We're all on a journey. And you know, running is something that, especially as you start to just get going, it can be intimidating. Uh, you can feel like you're not fast enough. You can feel like you don't fit in. You can feel like you're not fit enough. You can feel like you're not skinny enough. All of those things that I know that I've been through, and even still now, surprisingly, I still go through because I, I find myself, I'm human, I compare myself to other people. So it's just trying to create this sense of positivity community where we can all start exactly with where we are, accept where we are, and focus on making little process steps to get better and better. So. The way this is gonna work and the way that it can appeal to just about anybody is that with each one of these training workouts, you're rarely ever gonna hear me give you instruction to run at a certain speed, to run for a certain distance, because in my view, those things don't matter. What does matter is starting with where you are, starting with what your body is prepared to do. And that's why all of these workouts, you're gonna hear me talk about something called intensity level, uh, or you might even hear me refer to heart rate zones. So I started training with heart rate, you know, some years ago, and I found this to be the most effective way of doing it because it was really starting with what is using information that my own body was able to give me to help me, you know, build my training plans as opposed to thinking that, well, fitness means that you can run this fast for this amount of time. Um, and that's just kind of random numbers out of nowhere. 
So with heart rate, what you're doing is you're using the language of your own body to make sure that you're training in the proper way. So every one of these workouts, you're gonna hear me talk about really two things. It's time, how much time, and intensity level or heart rate zone. And every single workout that you'll hear me offer, we're gonna be doing different things with time and with intensity. That's it. And so wherever you're starting from, if you're just getting going right now, obviously it's, it's a baby step process. So your level of intensity, when I say let's get up to the highest level possible, that might mean that you're still walking and that's okay. It also might mean that if you're a person who's been training for really hard for the last 10 years, you know, when I say get into level five, hardest level of intensity, that might mean that you're running a four and a half minute mile. And the point is we're all at different places in our journey, but when we talk about intensity level, that's something that's universal with each one of these workouts. So today's workout, it's Friday. I call it Feel Good Friday. It is our recovery run for the week. You've been working really hard out there all week long. If you've gone along with any of the runs that I've put out there Monday through Thursday, you've kicked your butt. <laughs> uh, and today is all about bringing things back a little bit, allowing our bodies to recover. Um, and we're doing that at, at most a level three, what I call steady conversational pace um, and not allowing our heart rate to really peak beyond that. So if you've joined on one of these Feel Good Friday runs before, you also know that my favorite thing to do on these runs is uh, what I call a gratitude run. So in this 30 minute block that we're gonna hit in about 30 seconds, you're gonna hear me start to go into this practice that I like to follow, which is I use Friday's run as an opportunity to just look back on the week and say out loud the things that I'm grateful for. So what I encourage you to do, you're gonna be hearing me as an example, but obviously we all live different lives. So, you know, when you're out doing this run, you know, say it out loud. Tell the world what you're grateful for, what's been awesome so far for you this week. And it's gonna be not just a game changer physically for you, but this is one of those things that's gonna change your whole worldview when it comes to the mental side, the emotional side, the spiritual side of what we do. So we're at 10 minutes. I want you to pick up your intensity just a little bit. You heard the music kick in a second ago. That's one thing I did not mention is I always supply the music on these runs as well. And with each run, we'll wind up having a different music theme. So with Feel Good Friday, it's always happy joyful, hopeful music, something that sends you into the weekend, just feeling good, stuff that makes you smile. And it's uh, the perfect backdrop to being able to share some of those things that I'm grateful for. So for the people watching the video version of the pod, just had to stop for a second and share my screen. What is cool if you are able to join on the video version is I'm sharing my heart rate and also my heart rate zone with you in the video so makes it pretty easy for you to follow along with and make sure that you're staying in that right zone as well so as I'm now starting to pick up my pace a little bit I've entered my level three heart rate zone which is what I refer to as steady pace usually what your body will do as you start to get going your heart rate will jump up a bit and then your body kind of realizes, oh, I get what you're doing here, you're running. And it starts to back it off a little bit. Literally, that's what a warm-up is all about. 
So this is what I'm I'm doing <laughs> the entire run. So this is what I want you to be doing as well. Today is all about recovery. And for some people, it could be one of the hardest runs of the week. <laughs> and it's for the reason that we don't always think about running as, you know, work when we're running in this way. We feel like we're not going fast enough. We're maybe not pushing ourselves enough. When we're at this level of intensity, but this stuff is critically important. If you've done any of the runs that I've put out so far this week, that's intense stuff. I know my legs are dead from yesterday's interval workout, but it's just important to do a run like this where all you're focused on doing is just getting the blood flowing, getting your body moving, having that recovery. And it's also a great time to focus on some different aspects of your overall wellness and expressing gratitude. So with that said, now that I feel like I got myself into a nice little pace here, that's what I'm gonna stick with for the core of the run. And like I said, if you're watching your zones, nothing higher than level three. If you find yourself getting into a level four heart rate zone, you're going too hard, you gotta back it off, you gotta be breathing. I'm gonna see if I can pick up my pace just a little bit more, get myself into that bottom end of that yellow level three zone. Something that feels nice and comfortable. And then we're gonna start talking about gratitude. So here we go. If you've never heard one of these before, what I always like to do with a gratitude run is over the course of this 30 minute block that we just started, is I wanna list out 10 things, 10 specific things that I'm grateful for this week. So I know this is just me, but I'm doing this as an example for you. So as you're listening to this, you're following along the run, my challenge to you is to get your run in, get this recovery in, but say your 10 things that you're grateful for, say them out loud, doesn't matter if you're around other people, They'll be inspired by it too, but put it out there into the universe. It's the most important part. It does something special when you say it out loud. So here we go, number one for me. First thing that pops to mind is, I'm grateful this week for radical acceptance. And if you're wondering what that is, this is a book uh, that I started, an audio book that I started a couple weeks ago. Uh, I think the author is Tara Brock, PhD. And to summarize this book really quickly, this book is all about using Buddhist techniques to you know, offer overall therapy is probably the best word. Um, and what I took from this is to really, really distill the basic lesson of this book is that some of the biggest areas of life where we suffer have to do with the fact that we have these cravings and desires to feel like we can control. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but that's been me for most of my life, is I've always wanted to feel like I was in control of the things that I was to experience. And I did everything that I could 
to make sure I can maximize the, the happy thoughts and feelings and emotions and absolutely ignore, get rid of, avoid those more difficult feelings and emotions and thoughts. And what this book really gave to me was a method for, and a reasoning for looking at all of those emotions, that entire spectrum, and recognizing that all of those things make up what our perceived experience is as human beings. And they're all critically important that you can't ignore the bad and only focus on the good or whatever words you want to choose. You learn to dance with it all. You learn to embrace it all. You learn to accept it all. And, you know, I'm a pretty avid reader, but this is a book that I think just put it in a certain way with a lot of examples that helped me start to have something that I've put into practice right away. And I've even applied it to running, which is, you know, if you think about running, it's important to have the moments that you're out here, you're doing it because it feels good, it's pleasurable. But to equally embrace those moments where it just sucks, it hurts, it's painful, it's challenging. Because that's what added up all together makes this experience truly special. So Radical Acceptance, highly recommend it. Great book, great read, grateful for it. Leads me into the second thing that I'm grateful for this week. And you know, it's the little things that sometimes you're reminded of that that book I just told you about is a book that I was able to check out from San Diego County Library. I am here in San Diego, if I haven't told you that before. But a reminder that we've got these special places, yeah, that right now might be physically closed, but having access to this huge assortment of books and information is unprecedented. And, you know, maybe with the advent of the internet, we've kind of forgot about it. But I was just reminded of that this week that this is really awesome that even if, you know, I, I love reading, I love books, but I recognize that the ability to just buy a new book again and again and again might, you know, be out of the reach of everybody. Um, but anybody can get a library card, you know? And just having that access is something that I know that I've taken for granted. And I hope that we can all be reminded of just how accessible some of these things can be. And we should uh, just remember to appreciate it. So when those libraries do open back up, let's get back out there. Let's bring our kids. Let's really remember how lucky we are to have things like that. Okay, so that's my first two. Quick check on my heart rate. I'm pretty steady in my level two zone right now. And I'm feeling good right here. So if you wanna press it a little bit, getting into level three, go for it. I'm just gonna keep going right here. This feels like a really nice recovery stroll. That's exactly what today's run is all about. And if you are following along on the video pod, one of the things you'll always see is that I do most of my runs here on the treadmill in a virtual running environment called Zwift. 
which is what you see as the background, makes running on a treadmill about a thousand times more interesting and fun. And if you're like me, where you're focused on still staying inside right now, or if you need a really quick, convenient workout, Zwift has been awesome. So it's a totally free game, really easy to get into if you have a treadmill. So definitely worthwhile learning more about Zwift. That's ZWIFT.com. You can come into the game and we can actually run together in the game. Pretty cool. So third thing, let's see. Third thing that I'm grateful for this week. I'm reminded that I'm grateful for coaches. So <laughs> I think one of the things that I aspire to be is I aspire to be your coach. I aspire to be someone who can help push you, support you, provide guidance when needed. And I'm reminded this week that I need that too. So, you know, as a result of kind of the quarantine situation that many of us have found ourselves in, I was, I'm lucky enough to be able to now schedule these Zoom meetings with my quote-unquote personal trainer, also my really, really great friend, who has always been a bit of a gym rat. And he's taken it to a whole new level. And we started using Zoom meetings every other day or so to really focus on strength building, mobility, uh, some of those areas that, even for me, I've always avoided. <laughs> you know, running has become something that I enjoy most of the time. Some of that other stuff, it's hard to be disciplined around. And that's why having a coach, having a person that, you know, can be a little bit more knowledgeable, but most importantly, will help support you, hold you accountable, get more out of you than you would probably be able to do on your own. So grateful to have that in my life. Grateful for the opportunity to try to be a, a coach for you and to help you get more out of what you're trying to do with your running. So item number four that pops to mind is, I don't know about you, but one of the things that this whole last couple of months has done for me is it's given me a different perspective. It's really narrowed the scope of my perspective. And I think it's happened as a result of all of us doing our best where we can to try to stay inside, to you know allow this to kind of unfold in the safest way we know how. And you know, in a lot of ways I've had the cabin fever moments at time as well. But I've also welcomed it as a opportunity to just look at my world from a different lens. And if I'm gonna be confined, I don't even like that word, but if I'm gonna be focused on just this world, this box that myself and my family are now spending 99% of our day within, it does narrow that scope. And it's given me opportunity to focus more on some of the things myself that I can recognize in my day-to-day -day habits that I can hopefully continue to work on. It's broadened the relationship that I have with my two kids. 
because I literally see them all day long, which I don't know about you, but if you're a parent and I can think about, you know, in years past, traveling for work and things like that, that was always the biggest, the hardest part is knowing that you were missing your family and missing these little moments. And it's just been really cool to me. Narrowing that scope has meant getting to know my kids in a new and different way. Same thing with my wife is we've all been surrounded by one another all of a sudden. And even though we've known each other a long time, we're getting to learn even more. Build those relationships, strengthen those relationships. So I'm grateful for that opportunity. So I think that's item number four. Item number five that I think is connected to that is when your scope is narrowed, I think you start looking at things that you probably were missing before because you're more focused. And so little things like how awesome it is to go take a family bike ride through the neighborhood, to rediscover your bikes, period. I don't know how many of you have done that. I'm seeing it all over the place. People not only rediscovering things like running, but rediscovering a bicycle. And you know the freedom that comes with that. It feels like for me, going back again to being that kid where it felt like me and my friends in the summer, we'd get on our bikes in the morning and we'd bike all around town and we wouldn't come back until it was dark. You know, and it's just that freedom, that sense of adventure, that sense of exploring. And it's been really, really cool to get that opportunity now that we've slowed ourselves down to you know, get our kids to do that, to experience what that feels like. And it's, an, it's a feeling I'm super, super grateful for. All right, so quick check on where we are in the workout. Just over halfway through the core block, that core 30 minutes. Staying in my level two recovery zone. My legs, even though they're sore, are feeling good. Hopefully yours are too. Okay, five more things to be grateful for. Let's see. Next thing on my list, number six, is I've had a few opportunities this week where I'm grateful for getting the opportunity to do something where in the past I think I would have described it as having to do something. So let me tell you specifically what I'm referring to. You know, my wife and I typically, most of the time we tend to share, you know, the efforts around making dinner each night, things like that. Especially now that we're all full time in the house. You know, it's a team effort. And typically it would be, you know, if I make dinner one night, she'll jump in the next and we kind of rotate. And there's some nights where she gets really into the cooking thing and she'll just want to go the entire week. But this week has been met with some uh, unexpected things on her side. And it went from being, okay, I'm gonna jump in and make dinner tonight to the next night, hey, 
I need a hand to two nights in a row. And then the next night again, hey, I still need a hand. And I'm going to be honest, like the kind of the obsessive control freak that I found myself once being and still recovering from, <laughs> that would have thrown me for a bit of a loop because I feel like, whoa, that's not the schedule. That's not what we've agreed to. <laughs> and it's just the gratitude for recognizing that opportunity to get to provide for the family, to get to step in to help out because it's needed, to get to be a great team player whenever the need arises. Because it doesn't just arise on plan, on schedule. It arises when it arises. And that goes back to some of the things that I've been working on practicing as well in terms of radical acceptance and dialing back that need for control, recognizing that what we're dealing with right now is probably the supreme example of how we can't control most things and your ability to be adaptable and flexible and mindful is really the most successful tactic you can have. And whereas something I would have looked at as, you know, being out, outside of my expectation or my schedule before, I can now look at it as something that I'm grateful to have the opportunity around. So that's item number six. All right, let's see what else we got. and think about my week. I gotta tell you, this is a challenge too. It's a different kind of challenge. Okay, next thing. It's a little one. And again, it's kind of in that theme of those little simple moments that you see differently when you can slow down and narrow your scope, narrow your focus, is if you know me, you know that my morning coffee ritual is probably one of my favorite things. I definitely would say that I'm very much into coffee and having that time, the first thing that I do when I wake up is all around that ritual. And what I've started to add on to that ritual that's actually when I go through each morning and express gratitude. I've got a little journal where I'll go down each day, write 10 things that I'm grateful for in my journal while I'm making my coffee. But this little moment that I've added in this week where I make the coffee, pour that first cup, and then I go out outside onto my balcony where it's still really quiet. The sun is starting to peak up from the east and you're just taking that deep breath of that morning air along with the stillness and the quiet. There's just something so magical about that that I'm truly grateful for. 
I can't put it into words, but it's that feeling, that emotion. And I think if you know what I'm talking about, you know. But it's just those little things that change your day, change your morning, change your outlook. That in the busyness of life sometimes, you miss them. So I'm grateful for that. on my list here. All right, I'm gonna have to go number eight. I'm grateful for patience <laughs> because I've told you a little bit about me already and that desire for control and patience has not always been my best virtue and I think another thing that this recent experience of these last couple of months have given me is by by force pushed me into a place where I have to learn to accept and embrace patience to recognize when I've given something my all, and that's, that's really all you can do. And being patient for what comes. And even beyond patient, allowing yourself the patience, but allowing yourself to let go of that outcome. To know that you, you did your job the best way you knew how in that moment. You let go of the result, and you also you can be patient with yourself to allow things to come together when they're ready. But I think right now, the whole world needs a little bit more patience. And we're all a little nervous, a little scared, but we should be more patient with ourselves, our family members, our communities. And I think that'll go a long way. All right, so got two more of those guys to put onto my gratitude list for Feel Good Friday. Let's see. Quick time check, we've got about five more minutes at this nice, easy, steady pace. So hopefully you're still with me there. Saying out loud what you're grateful for. Another one that's kind of in the theme that I'm definitely talking about a lot today is just these little moments. And another one that is just so vivid to me that I'm reminded of how special it is, is just the little 
nighttime routine that I have with my kids. And it usually includes, my kids are nine and 11, so they're getting a little older, but we still try to sit down at the end of each night and I usually read out loud to them. And, you know, I, I always hope it's a special moment for them, but it's mainly for me. <laughs> and it's that feeling as a parent, as a father, just having that, holding on to those precious, innocent memories as long as you can. Because you can see it unfolding in front of you. They get older, it goes by really fast. And I was reminded this week that I'm just really grateful. You know, you can always be really busy, you always have something to do. But if you don't push yourself to take advantage of those moments, to read that book, to take that time, you're gonna find that it probably flies by and you miss out on so much of what we all live for. So grateful for that opportunity to sit down, to read that book together, to go through that good night routine for those hugs, those kisses, those silly moments. It's what this life to me in so many ways has been all about. And it's really easy to miss if you let it. So I'm absolutely grateful for those little moments. Okay, we got one more coming up here. And after that, we're gonna cool it down as we always do. And then we go into this weekend on cloud nine. Okay, so I think I'm gonna end it with this. And it's, I think the way I probably ended the run the last two or three Fridays that I've been doing this is I'm grateful for, it's always hard to put it in the right words. Being, and I'll use the word privilege, to be able to stay home and to have that be the hardest thing that people like myself and my family are being asked to do right now. It's just to take a break, press pause, stay away, stay safe, because I know that not everyone has that privilege. We're all in different places in life. I know there's a lot of people out there right now that 100% wish they could be on a treadmill getting their recovery in for the week. But their journey right now looks a lot different. And, you know, I'm not saying that it takes away anything from 
you know, what I'm dealing with personally or what any of us are dealing with personally, but I'm grateful for being exactly where I am because I know that I have so much and I'm truly, truly grateful for the people that sacrifice all of that for the greater good of every one of us. You know, and right now, the people that come to mind for me are the people on the front lines that are taking care of people in general, especially people dealing with this virus, dealing with the unknown, all the people working towards innovations that can help us work through this in a certain way as quickly as possible. Just the, the absolute heroes right now. The people on the front lines risking their health and their wellness for the greater good. 100%, I'm grateful for you. And just know that your work does not go unseen. Okay. All right, so there it is. Woo. My heart rate just went up talking about that. <laughs> so if you're still with me, we're already into our cool down. I want you to progressively start to slow down your pace. Get back to that super duper easy recovery pace. Even eventually get back down into that nice little brisk walk that you started today's run with. And I don't know about you, but Feel Good Friday's gotta be one of my favorite days of the entire week. And it's not because it's quote unquote easy, but it's hard in a different way. You know, I think all of us have, if there's anything that I take away from these last couple of months is that in so many ways I was living on autopilot. So focused on goals and plans and my to-do list and being distracted from sometimes the amazing things happening right in front of me. And I absolutely hope that all of us have had the opportunity to at least slow ourselves down, ask ourselves those questions about what's really most important to us. And as we continue to work through this unprecedented time, what are we gonna look like on the other side of this? How are we gonna be different? How are we changed? How are we gonna help each other more? How are we gonna be even closer to one another as a community, as a society, as a planet? And to me, it's really exciting to think about. I feel like I've learned a lot. My family is learning a lot. I'm excited starting now to continue to build this thing back up to something way more you know, amazing than we could have ever imagined before. So that's why Friday is so special. You might not feel it physically the way you feel some of those other runs, but it's critically important to have this moment where you get that recovery in, but it's an active recovery because you're still challenging yourself to think about where you are mentally, emotionally, spiritually, because you are one whole person, you know, in the act of running and what you're doing to challenge your body physically and to find that growth. What you're gonna find when you do these runs with me is that it's not just about helping you run better. 
It's about helping us all hopefully be better, be more well overall. So if you enjoyed today's run, like I said earlier, we do this Monday through Friday. We'll have a new pod available. If you want to run outside, you can listen along. If you're inside running on a treadmill, you can follow along to the video. I'm going to jump back on camera here. Oop. Try not to fall off my treadmill. All right, so I'm back. And as we start to slow down again, bring this thing in for a landing. If you're following me on Zwift, <laughs> you probably saw before I changed my camera angle. I'm looking at some dinosaurs now in the game. <laughs> Pretty cool. So if you had a good time today, thank you for joining again. You've been awesome. I want to see you again on Monday where we do what's called Manic Monday. Mondays are always a little crazy as we're kind of coming off the weekend. Uh, so Monday's run is just as crazy, but it's a lot of fun. So I hope to see you there. Same time, we have these pods available 5 a.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday. Definitely check them out. The other thing I need you to do before we go into the weekend, if you have a friend, family, anyone that you think would enjoy this as well, please bring them along next time. Spread the word for all of this. And we're going to come through this stronger than ever because we're doing it together. So I want to thank you again for your time. Thanks for joining. Thanks for your openness. Thanks for expressing your gratitude today. And I'll see you on Monday. Have a good weekend.